0: to another episode of What's New Barkeep. I'm Dane. I'm Luke. And it's Saturday.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> we got some housekeeping to kind of, you know, catch up on for you guys. Oh yeah. So, first and foremost, before we get to the deeper stuff, let's get to our own little our own piece of housekeeping. What's New Barkeep for the last, I don't know, year and a half or so. We try to keep put this out on Friday. But that was when Dane and I were on the same schedule.
0: That is no longer the case.
1: Yeah, is keeping his old schedule, I had to switch over. So things might be a bit chaotic for the next month or so.
0: As we try to figure it out and try to find a good balance point.
1: So yeah, if you're wondering, hey, where's my weekly dose of What's New barkeep? There's your answer. Yeah. And the second one, this is a little more serious. We have to address this. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. We also realize that, wait... You guys are an alcohol podcast, and alcohol is a bit of a coping mechanism for those who are suffering. How can you justify that? And the answer is, we can't.
0: Nope. There is no justification for that. Please.
1: (laughs) The problem is, it's our shtick. We can't exactly stop doing this.
0: As much as we would love to just put down the alcohol for a month.
1: It it, kind of just breaks the entire idea of what we do. So instead, we've come to a bit of a compromise. Or rather, I made the executive decision. (laughs) (laughs) For mental health, you need a solid support system. And that usually is like friends, family, what have you. So we're doing another theme, as tiring as that can be. We asked our friends, family, whomever, to ask if there's any topics they would like for us to discuss on the podcast. And so that's the entire month. So if this is a little out of our wheelhouse... Which you guys will probably notice with some of these questions that are coming up. Oh boy. This is why. And again, stay safe out there. If you need help, go see a therapist. Do everything you need to to be your best.
0: And even if it feels hopeless, you are not alone.
1: No. But, now that we're done with that.
0: Let's get to our first drink.
1: Damn, what are we drinking?
0: Well, our first drink today is one... I'm actually kind of shocked we haven't gotten to sooner. Yeah, this, this is the Daiquiri.
1: Yeah, this is like one of the bigger drinks that's like been on the list. Like, how have we missed this? For, like, we have no excuse for this. We have no. none. Because no. it's not like, oh, well, maybe it has an expensive liqueur. It doesn't. Oh, well, maybe it's just uh, not that common. It's super common.
0: No. There's many variations. It's super varied. It's, it's it, basically what you could call the Bloody Mary of normal drinks.
1: Yeah, like... The, these ingra- there's three ingredients, and all of them are very easy to get.
0: Speaking of, what are those three ingredients?
1: It is light rum, lime juice, simple syrup. This How... is gonna
0: be sour.
1: How have we missed this? I don't know.
0: Let's try this. Oh boy, it even looks like lime. Mm-hmm. Three, two, two one. one. Huh. Wow.
1: That lime does not cut as much through... Well, uh, it's still very prevalent.
0: Oh, yeah, but you expect it to be overwhelmingly powerful, and it's not.
1: I mean, it's there. Honestly, I think it could use a little bit more simple syrup, but this isn't bad at all.
0: Not really. That That is actually really good. No wonder why it's so popular. I
1: know, right? It's so easy. All right, Dan, so what is our first topic here?
0: Well, our first topic is... We're going to go into a little bit of a fun little...
1: Topic before we get to the more depressing one,
0: yeah, and that is fun little conspiracy theories. Well,
1: fun in quotes. Some of these are
0: <laughs> some of these are like very real things that you might find out there in the real world. But for the most part,
1: it's one of those things that we're not going into like Pizza Gate or crap like that, like political shit. No, we're staying the hell away from that. That is not what this podcast is about. We are the distraction. We are not here to make your stress and turmoil worse. So, with that, the first one we're going to have to talk about, and this one has been around for fucking decades, the moon landing was fake.
0: Oh, yeah. I hate hearing this theory every single time.
1: No, it makes no sense. Like, oh, well, they had Stanley Kubrick do it. What? Yeah, that's one of the things. It's like, no, it can't work that way. Because, well, realistically, this was like, what, the 60s? Could you imagine trying to get All that kind of lighting, all that kind of, like, making all that shit work.
0: This was the very early 60s. I think it was, like, 1962? 69. 69. It was Mm -hmm. even later than that.
1: And it's, like, one of those things, like, well, you know, we had to beat the Russians in the space race, yada, yada. It's, like, I can understand the motive for why we think it's fake. Logistically, it doesn't make sense.
0: And the whole thing behind it is that, oh, why was the flag... Looked like it was blowing in the wind on there. It's like, uh, you try to wave something around on mm-hmm. very low gravity.
1: Yeah, where well, there is no atmosphere and it's
0: Yeah, there's no atmosphere, there's nothing around there, so even the slightest movement is gonna cause that thing to go wild. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things I've seen people say to say the moon landing was fake, was the shoe imprint of the astronauts.
1: Yeah. Once it comes to this topic of, is it fake? It's like, I stay away from it, because it is so obviously not, it's scientifically provable that it can't be, that it's not faked. And it has been.
0: Multiple times. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, but that whole like, holding its thing, there's no moisture. That needs moisture. No, it doesn't.
1: And it's also the fact that, you know, oh, well, the government is totally covering up for it, yada yada. It's like, it is 2022. Do you really think that of all the, you know, shit that has been leaked already from the FBI files, that wouldn't be one of them? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, we should move on because otherwise it's...
0: Oh, we're going to go in circles.
1: Another granddaddy. JFK.
0: Oh, yeah. Who shot JFK?
1: Now, what is your theory on this one? Because this, this one you get have a bunch of takes on. Do you believe it was Lee Harvey Oswald? Do you believe it was the man on the Knoll? Do you believe it was the government who did it?
0: Honestly, at this point, you could go any which way, because no matter which way you look at it, this whole thing doesn't make sense.
1: (sighs) Yeah, JFK assassination is one of those ones that we're probably never going to solve for the sheer fact that, well, no one really wants it to be solved.
0: No, it's such a high little point that a lot of those, I'm air quoting here, educational shows like to beat so to say, every so often.
1: Yeah, like, even the Mythbusters refuse to touch this one, so... Like, it's the only myth they're willing to, you know, not break. Yeah. Right, me, personally? Do I believe the government could do it? Yes. Do I believe they did do it? I'm on the fence. Because JFK was doing a lot of things to piss the government off that you don't do in the 60s and 70s. One, you kind of defund the FBI. And
0: that's just asking for it.
1: Yeah, kind of, sort of. The second was it's the fact that they were giving a lot of liberties to, well, minorities, which again, if you're in the FBI in the 60s and 70s.
0: <laughs> Let's not go into that.
1: Nope. Just saying, things have definitely changed in the last 70 years.
0: And thank God.
1: Mm-hmm. It's also the fact that it could have been the Cubans as well, because they're in that whole failed Bay of Pigs invasion. Like, there's a lot of people JFK pissed off. The mob, the government, the, basically, the Cuban refugees.
0: Oh, yeah, there, there's so many, like, potentials. It's kind of like, okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And at this point, as many people have said, that whole thing doesn't even make sense anymore.
1: Like, at this point, it, it's just a speculation topic. It's literally, this is one of those conspiracy theories you bring up to kind of see, for lack of a term, how crazy is this person? Because if they say, oh, it was Lee Harvey Oswald or the government or something, they're, for the most part, saying they haven't really done a whole lot of thinking on this, which, let's be fair here. Conspiracy theories are fun as long as you don't get obsessed with them. And you can get obsessed with this case. But, a lot of people have. But overall, who do you, th- in your mind, unlikelihood and percentage-wise, who do you think it was?
0: Mm, I, I do think it was...
1: You think it was the government? Or do you think it was Lee Harvey Oswald?
0: I think it was a little bit of both. Okay. In all honesty, probably hired him.
1: That's a very good possibility. I mean, Har from what I understand, that shot was actually an impossible shot.
0: Yeah, that's why a lot of a lot of times it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm.
1: I believe I'm going to say about 65% probably government. Probably on the grassy knoll. Here's another silly one. Disney's Frozen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, okay. I, I, I'm i I'm game. What's this conspiracy theory?
1: Basically, the idea is to extend... Because, you know, Walt Disney was getting older. He had, what was it? He had, like, cancer or something. And so that in order to keep him alive,
0: oh, they yeah. froze him. Yeah, this is the frozen Disney, frozen head Yeah, that theory. thing.
1: It's kind of, like, even parodied in Fallout New Vegas.
0: This whole thing... So many people have already come out and said, this is utterly fake.
1: Well, it's also the fact that, even in the standards of 2022, being chirogetically frozen is not very viable. No. It requires a lot of trust, even if it was viable. If you're not thought out properly, it could kill you. And you have to have a lot of trust when they initially freeze you, because it could kill you.
0: On a short note, it is very easy to kill someone
1: in that method. So, is it possible that in the friggin', what was it, 70s, 80s, when he was about ready to go under, that he was frozen with that technology? (laughs) no.
0: Yeah, it was like there, but it's kind of one of those things where, even as it is there, it was emerging.
1: Yeah, like, there is no way. Whoa, that's lying. Sorry, just finished my daiquiri. <laughs> there is no real effective possible way that this could work. In my mind.
0: Yeah, no. That whole thing, it's like did they freeze his head once the whole thing was done? Okay, that's more plausible, but is it practical? No.
1: I I'm gonna say this is a bust. There is no way this can be real. No. Now mind you, we're also gonna say this right now. We're not the reason why we're not going in depth in this is one, I'm not a huge conspiracy theory guy. I mean, it's kind of funny to hear about, but I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, should we actually take these seriously? No. No, we shouldn't.
0: Mm, no. I-, I like hearing about them, but that's about it.
1: Yeah, that's more or less what we're getting at. So this one is also another biggie. The Denver International Airport.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, is this the one about the...
1: How oh, there's lizard folk and everything else living in the... Yeah, lizard people. Yeah. I mean, the lizard people and Illuminati living underneath of it and how yada, yada, yada.
0: Yeah, the whole thing. Like, it's more than just the hub of air travel, but also the International Space Station.
1: Yeah, that's where all the lizard people go. And they steal kids and yada, yada, yada. It's like... What? what? I mean, I actually... Fun fact, I was actually listening to a podcast about this... And what more or less did it was like somebody wrote a friggin' book that sensationalized all of this, and it was just... It's nonsense. It's literally nonsense.
0: Well, don't you know, man, the lizard people go there so they can meet the mermaids down below?
1: Ugh.
0: Ugh. And, of course, they got a beef with the leprechauns. Oh, God (laughs) almighty. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm on my second wind here.
1: (laughs) Okay, so we got... I'm actually gonna say we got two more in me. The first one... We're going to piss off some people. Okay. Flat Earthers.
0: Oh, yeah. Flat Earthers. This has been proved so many times.
1: But because of this, it doesn't make sense. Or because of this, it doesn't make sense. Even though they've done the same tests and proven that the Earth is round.
0: And they still go, something was wrong.
1: Yeah. They want to believe that this is real so badly
0: and mind you, those people who just go, haha, oh, yeah, man, the Earth is flat. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're joking around.
1: But the problem is, this is kind of a hindrance to the scientific community.
0: Yo, oh, big time. It's like we spent thousands of years proving the Earth is round. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, we started regressing.
1: So I did a little bit of history into this one, too. Apparently, it started out with a con man.
0: Oh, Go of figure.
1: Go fucking figure. And basically it was like, oh, yeah, I can prove yada, yada, yada by saying that once this ship gets to a certain point, it proves that the Earth is flat, blah, 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 blah. And it's just,
0: it's all nonsense.
1: Mm-hmm. You want to know what it actually started? That comment actually did his work? Just take a guess what century it was in.
0: I am going to say the 19th century.
1: 1800s, yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It's like, of course it was. Of course it fucking was. I think it was in England.
0: Oh, of course. Oh, the discovery of America. Oh, mm. no, no, no.
1: <laughs> All right. This is obvious bull- bullshit. There's no way how we can't say it's bullshit. It's if you fall if you're any kind of scientific person this whole idea is bullshit.
0: Complete bull.
1: And we got one last one. This is this is kind of a conspiracy theory, kind of a historical question mark. Were flails actually used in medieval combat?
0: And I think the answer to that is no. <laughs> I mean, there. here's the problem.
1: Obviously, flails exist. Yes. Obviously, they, they existed for at a certain point. I don't know when the first flail was if discovered, yada, yada, yada. But historically, the reason why it's such a question mark is because, for their own safety, artists weren't allowed on the fields.
0: No, they weren't. I could see it being like, the flail was invented by some madman. Look at this. It's like a mace, but you can swing it on a chain.
1: Well, here's the other thing behind it, though, because the mace, the flail, I should say, in theory, quotes, could it work. Because the idea is it is used to go over shields. Because there's, you can get enough momentum once you're spinning that thing, as this is not a visual medium, and I'm hearing I'm twirling my hand, you get enough momentum behind it, you can just literally just whop over a shield and maybe potentially punch you through lighter armor. Or even if it's just a ball, you can basically potentially just smack through plate. But here's the other problem with that, though. Unless it's for, like, say, duels or tournaments or whatever, in actual line battles, it is super unfeasible.
0: No. Oh, no. Line battles, it's like, I got this thing spinning. Oh, shit, I just hit my partner.
1: Kind of, sort of, yeah. That's kind of how it is. Even on horseback, it's still kind of impractical.
0: I could just see, ah, oh, I hit the horse.
1: Not even that. It's like, hey, look, I caught this person's weapon, or I cut this person's arm, and now I'm getting yoink Whee. pulled back because you're going forward. This person's still holding still.
0: Yeah, it's either you get yoinked back or they get yoinked forward.
1: Either way, your shoulder is getting... Cunk. Completely out of place. So it's, again, it's a historical question mark. Could it have been used in medieval combat? Sure. Maybe? Again, it's a major question mark. Because, what, is it used for, like, regular foot soldiers? Oh, hell no. There is no way. Because, let's be honest here, most, depending on what era of history you're in, most of your foot soldiers were levies. So they were under-armored, under-weaponed, and just... Joe Schmoe, who was trying to farm a potato.
0: It's just like, look, there's your enemy. Go kill him.
1: Kind of, sort of. And you got to pray to whatever god you have that they are willing to actually, you know, die for your cause. Yeah. Like, but I think we've probably discussed a good chunk of this for a bit too long, so let's get to our first break.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's probably for the best. We'll be right back after this message. And we're back. We're back, we're back.
1: So what do we got now, Dane?
0: Well, I am going to apologize in advance because I have no idea if I'm pronouncing this correctly. We have the Centenario.
1: Okay, what's in a Centenario?
0: Well, in a Centenario, you have gold rum, white rum, Tia Maria. Which is coffee liqueur. Coffee liqueur, triple sec, fresh lime juice, grenadine, and a mint sprig.
1: Unfortunately, we don't have that for garnish, so we're, we're missing the aromatic, but it's not the worst thing in the world.
0: No, not really. I mean, in all honesty, this thing looks like grapefruit juice.
1: So I'm really curious as to see how this is going to turn out. All right. Three, three two, two one. one. Holy sour! Oh! Oh! Uh.
0: <laughs> I'm going to put that down.
1: Please do. Oh, my God. Wow. Ooh. Like here's the thing: once you get past that initial kick of sour, you do taste everything else, and it's not bad.
0: Oh man, that lime juice just
1: it just goes straight to your nose and just like to the back of your throat. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing: it almost once you get past that lime, it almost tastes like a tootsie roll. A
0: tootsie roll. I yeah, almost... tried.
1: Yeah, try it again. Like, oh, just God. let it. Just Just let it stay in your mouth for a little bit, and just try it.
0: I don't taste a Tootsie Roll.
1: But it tastes almost like a chocolatey kind of thing, though. At to least for me, me it does.
0: To me, it tastes like orange mixed with lemon.
1: Weird, huh, Mike? You must... Weird. I'm getting a lot of that... I shook the thing just fine, and hell, we even split it up, so I don't even know why yours...
0: I don't know why mine tastes so different from yours, apparently.
1: Maybe it's just different taste buds. It's probably a taste bud difference. Possibly. But, you know, I'm going to get, like, a chocolatey thing behind it.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, honestly, I kind of recommend this.
0: I mean, sure, if you like sour.
1: Yeah, maybe you're a sour lover, and the fact of the matter is, if you can get past the lime, this is actually a pretty good drink. But, again, the biggest problem is... That lime! Yeah, because this has about as much lime as it does alcohol in it, so...
0: Maybe cut down, cut back a little bit on that lime. Just a
1: wee bit. So what are we talking about, Dane.
0: Oh, boy. Well, considering that this was a heavier drink, this is a bit of a heavier topic. What we got? We have the American education system. Oh, boy. And specifically, how we would go about fixing it. I'm air, air quoting, quoting here.
1: Now, here's the thing. We're going to have some people who are like, what do you mean how are you going to fix it? America's number one. Hurrah, hurrah. And let's be honest here. It hasn't been number one in education in a long, long time.
0: Oh, no.
1: It's actually sitting pretty low now. I think it's like number six, number eight, something like that.
0: Needless to say, I can't speak for Luke here, but I know that when it came to me, the education system did not work. It really
1: didn't. Especially when you get to more, you know, urban areas. It's terrible.
0: I mean, for my experience personally, we tried a bunch of different things. Mm Mm-hmm to help with that, but it just came down to the fact that I just thought it was too easy to bullshit.
1: So let's boil down to a lot of the problems that America has with the education system.
0: I'm going to say it right now. Problem number one is standardized tests.
1: Where everyone has to be the exact same fucking thing and yada yada.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: For me, I agree with that. The fact of the matter is everyone has different strengths, everyone has different weaknesses. The problem being is that it's based on a German teaching method where you're not supposed to have individuality. Like, if you look it up, it's legit based around that.
0: Yeah, and the whole problem with that is a lot of people learn in very different ways. Yep. And the current system is only good for one specific way.
1: And that is the mindless drone. Yeah. Number two that we have an issue with, that I personally have an issue with, underfunding.
0: <laughs> Big problem
1: right now. Yeah, because, oh, we're willing to be you know, pay for a fuck. So get this, I'm going a bit of a tangent here. This kind of pisses me off. This isn't political. This is just bullshit. I think it was Buffalo, New York, cut their their educational system by 21 million. Oh, but they built a new Buffalo Stadium for 20. (sighs) It's bullshit. Yeah. Nobody wants to give a shit about these kids, because why would they? It's not your kids. The fact of the matter is, once I die, they're going to be ruining it after us. No problem is we don't really care anymore. But yeah, another, um, with the fact of underfunding, it means that they have, don't have access to computers, which is a very modern thing, and you need, they don't have access to basic supplies, they don't have access to new textbooks, which, let's be honest here, if your textbook still considers a civil war northern aggression, you should switch it out.
0: Yeah? That, that's a big problem. hmm Or if it still thinks evolution is...
1: Is scientific theory and not fact... That's another problem. Problem number three that we have in the American school system STEM. Mm. This kind of goes back to yours. Yeah. For those of you who don't know what STEM is, it's science, technology, engineering, mechanics. Well, mathematics, not mechanics. The idea is those are the practical sciences. You know what's not in there? Any kind of culture. There's no music, there's no art, there's no literature, there's nothing.
0: No, there isn't. And I can tell you right now,
1: that is a very big problem. We are stagnating as a country because we're trying to make mindless drones, not people.
0: Quite literally, I think the biggest problem that most people have right now is nobody's an independent thinker.
1: And that's, the school teaches you to do that. Not even joking, because it's literally like, a teacher's like, you don't speak unless spoken to. If you need to do something, you ask me. If you do this, you do that. You know, you don't get to think for yourself. You follow the textbook. You follow the lines.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of the problem. Is if you <laughs> were a student who just found it too easy, or you just found it way too easy to bull crap, you did not do well in school.
1: Or in fact, the matter is, you look at someone like, say, me, who believes I should be taught this way because this other way doesn't appeal to me, and then someone like me then fails it because they don't see the point in doing it their way. Because pragmatically, it doesn't make sense to them. Like, for instance, I could pass every fucking test. Not a joke. Not a hyperbole. I could pass every test, every subject. Maybe not math. But the problem is, what school wants you to do is repetition. Do this worksheet. Do this lab. Do this thing that basically says the exact same thing over and over again without advancing. And here's the thing. And I think most people could have this situation as well. Once you learn the thing, you shouldn't have to keep on relearning and relearning and relearning and relearning and redoing and just, it doesn't make sense. It's literally just their way of saying, you keep it to the no- your nose to the, no- to the grindstone so we don't have to make you smarter.
0: Yeah, no, that w- that's, that's coming from him, and I can tell you right now he's absolutely right, because I was a bad student, mm-hmm. and yet when it came to the tests, I aced all of them.
1: Again, I never did homework, but if home but problem is teachers put homework at such a high percentage of your grade, and to me that made no sense. And it to me, to this day, it still makes no sense. It's busy work. It just trains you to do busy work.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. I was I was one of those people who thought homework was complete and total bullshit.
1: Oh no, everyone every kid thinks it's complete and utter bullshit because it's boring. Now here's the thing, we've been talking about how America is a problem when it comes to but the problems when it comes to the educational system we have not talked about how do we fix it yes <laughs> for me one of the first things that you do drop stem completely drop it it needs get it out obviously you want to make sure everyone has a bit of everything but drop stem make it not a priority
0: it's just like obviously you're gonna be using mathematics no matter who the hell you are
1: but stop it as say geometry or I don't know not physics but Geometry is a good place to stop it in my mind.
0: Oh, yeah. Stop it right at geometry.
1: Same thing with science. If it becomes to kind of mathematics, unless they have a huge, you know, drive to be more scientific, drop it at physics. Drop it at biology. Drop it at zoo. And basically, if they are scientifically minded, give them the option of zoology. Give them the option of...
0: Chemistry. Chemistry.
1: Give them the option of... Frick, what's the plant one? Um, biology? No, botany.
0: Botany. There you go.
1: Instead of making it a standard. Whereas, make the other courses flourish. If they really like art, give them options to do more of an advanced art. If they like literature or English, give them more options. Instead of just limiting to this. Because kids will want to flourish in things they're good at and things they like. Instead of being stuck in a box.
0: Yeah, quite literally. School will try to stuff you into a box. Say, this is your thing. Why don't you fit?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Thing number two, instead of treating it like the current school system is, treat it like a college.
0: Oh, yeah. Colleges actually have a pretty good system for the most part. Mm-hmm.
1: So that way you can kind of jump and switch as you need to because he's like, oh, what's that? I like science, but I don't say like dissecting animals in zoology. So I'm going to switch over to this. But instead, again, STEM, sticking in a box. Yep. Third thing, fund your fucking educational system.
0: Yeah, I will just say this flat out. The colleges in America are way too fucking expensive.
1: Fun fact, we're actually not the highest one. No. Wonder who the highest country is for uh, tuition?
0: And what's that? Which one?
1: Jolly old England.
0: England. Oh, God, of well, course.
1: You're, well, you're forgetting one thing. Oxford.
0: Yeah, Oxford University.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, in my mind, you fund, you give it a STEM, and you treat it like a college. Or specifically, you treat it like a German college. They see what you're strong at and push you to those directions that you would be good at. And honestly, for trying to survive in today's economy, that would be a very excellent thing. But again, stick you in a box because we got to make sure everyone's the same because we need loyal workers.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And here's the I am being very cynical about this. The problem being, if you are not an American student, you're like, well, that just sounds like a lot of bullshit. That, I can't imagine that's true. For the most part, it is. If you're an American student, you're just like nodding your head like, yep, yep, yep. This is kind of how my experience went.
0: To give you an example, I don't think our school systems have really, quote unquote, updated in the last 100 years.
1: It hasn't. I mean, it's updated some of the things like sociology and history. Of course it's updated, but.
0: Yeah, no, everything else of it, it's pretty much still the same thing of the Industrial Revolution.
1: Oh, don't forget about new math.
0: Oh, <laughs> new mouth. <man. laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> I'm just, I'm, gonna, I'm depressing myself at this point.
0: I know this is a heavy, heavy topic, mm-hmm. and I will say flat out, offer more methods of teach.
1: Exactly, but the pro- here's the problem. Even in colleges, when it comes to making teachers, they are taught the same way.
0: Yeah, that's a bit of an issue. I will say flat out, the way that I learn was not the way schools wanted to teach me. Yeah? Because I will tell you this right now. Any students that are struggling out there thinking, you're an idiot, let me tell you. No, you're not. Because I learned so much more when I left school than I ever did when I was in it.
1: With that being said, do yourself a favor. Don't drop out.
0: No, do not drop out. Don't sit there going, I'm going to get my GED.
1: Yeah, I got my GED, and it's opened some doors, but a lot of businesses prefer having that fucking diploma.
0: Yeah, thank God I got that diploma.
1: Yeah, with that, we should probably call it.
0: Yeah, I think you guys are starting to get an idea of what May is going to look like for us.
1: Yep. Anywho, though, I have been Luke.
0: I have been Dane. Enjoy your drinks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.